Hello, everybody, and welcome to Follow the Trawler podcast with myself, Zachary Stevenson. Myself, Rob Ransomman. And Colin Weston. And as usual, we're going to go around and talk about all the games from the Premier League last week. Uh, the games coming up this week are the Champions League um, and Europa matches. Well, Europa matches haven't happened yet as we, as we record this, but um, we will be discussing all those issues and a few little bits and pieces of interest that Colin might have up his sleeves. Oh, yeah. I have pages, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll start with um, the Premier League, Bournemouth against Leicester. Now, Leicester were doing quite well, weren't they, until, until uh, this uh, 4-0 they were down at one point, and then they kind of uh, glossed over a little bit of that with two goals. But that was, yeah, a, that was a bit of a hammering, really, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean... I went through Twitter to get some general consensus. I've done that with all mm. the games that we've uh, we're going to cover today, and a lot of people are saying that a lot of this comes down to the refereeing. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Locke uh, at Spacebug Two Fifty Eight said, "Watching match of the day now, Craig Pawson had a shocker. Fraser dives not booked. Maguire should have been sent off. Bournemouth penalty's a joke, and Wes Morgan's first yellow wasn't even a foul." Yeah, definitely agree that Maguire should have gone. Yeah, uh, I just don't see how anybody says that he could mm. stay on with mm. that kind of tackle. Yeah. Uh, the Morgan one, was it two yellows? What do, what do you reckon? I'd, I don't I'd, know. I'd, I'd side in it and probably, say probably not. the second one was soft. Yeah. I mean, they've had a couple of red cars this season which haven't really deserved Leicester. I mean, talking about the Maguire one, where he's got away with it. But they've had a couple of decisions that have gone against them already this season that's cost them points. Do you think but, referees go into games thinking those kind of things? I mean, they're more lenient mm. on teams if they've had hard decisions before. Uh, I, don't I don't know. know I, I think, I think um, possibly when managers start going on about mm. it in press conferences, it's got to be in your head, hasn't yeah. it? Um, but I haven't heard Poyle say anything yet. So, uh, have you heard Poyle say anything? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. hard to understand, isn't it? Well, you have to give credit to Bournemouth. They did put the ball in the net four times and they're, they're looking all right this season. They're up, up in fifth at the moment, aren't they? One, two, Fantastic three, start. Yeah. He just keeps building on every season, doesn't absolutely, he? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. They've always got loads of pace in the team. And they've got, got fire power. Front two. Yeah, 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 so absolutely. Very good for them. Yeah, as in general, I've, again on Twitter, uh, Nigel Haddon, uh, at Nigel Haddon said, we won't have been alone in thinking we could finally bury our boom, uh, Bournemouth hoodoo today. Instead, we got horribly exposed in defence, against pace and a high press, and suddenly the season doesn't look quite so promising after all. Mm. I think that's a jumping gone a little bit I mean it's just it's it's not a good result but I think, I think it's the way they've been exposed I mean mm-hmm. we, we've talked about a lack of pace in the Leicester squad with the exception of possibly up front but even Vardy's lost a yard or two mm-hmm. yeah I mean, they're busy side you've got uh, Gray who's playing every week now yeah he's a quick player isn't he the back, I think though, the back Wes Morgan I think is has gone over the hill this well, yeah. summer yeah. We're talking I think about his legs have gone so quickly we were talking about Maguire before I mean, he's slow as well, as good as he is. Yeah. The back four, next to someone else, is pretty slow. It's mentioned Morgan. So any teams so they, with they pace. They have a problem. Yeah. But, um, um, so when you're playing against a team like Bournemouth, Wilson, King, Fraser, who had a great day, then you're going to have problems. Yeah. Lack of pace. Mm. You've got to play a different game, haven't you? So, um, But having said that, I think Leicester all right. Madison's looking like a really shrewd bit of business. Madison is, I, I think I agree with everybody, that he's an England international in waiting. Mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, next squad I'd say because England are missing that number ten style player, and especially with uh, Southgate sort of um, expressing his concern that a lot of the 
players he's having to pick for the team aren't getting regular first team football yeah. so pick some that are then absolutely yeah. yeah absolutely so moving on Chelsea Cardiff I'll close out with one oh, thing sorry. just because it's one of the best things I've read on Twitter this yeah. week Tim Spencer at AFCB Cherry Tim hey Gary Lineker Sergei Pizzorno Gok Wan, Peter Shilton, David Icke, Sue Townsend, Simon de Montfort, Emil Heskey, Willie Fawn. Do you hear me, Willie Fawn? Your boys boys took one hell of a beating. beating. (laughs) Classics always rolled out, isn't it? Um, Chelsea Cardiff, uh, early scare for Chelsea. Cardiff actually managed to put the ball in the net, but then Hazard showed his class, didn't he? Yeah, well, he's got his free roll now Mm. under Sarri. That's where Hazard should always play. Absolutely. Any side. Yeah, he's come up the goods, got a hat trick, no surprise really. And when you've got a player that can just sort of drift with the ball at his feet like it's on a string, yeah. you, you just give him a free roll, don't you? I mean, there's yeah. no point telling you, you stay there, you do this, just and you get the ball, give it to Hazard and he'll yeah. cause and damage. He, and he loves yeah. playing with this, this target man that he can just roll the ball into, mm. he'll give it back to him, yeah. suddenly he's on the edge of the box and he likes playing with Giroud, that's yeah. exactly why yeah. they signed him. With Morata, some stats, it's not the same. Mm. No. So yeah. I think Giroud is definitely going to be the main man. Because when you got a player like Morata, who's he's kind of feels he feels obliged like he's meant to score goals. So you give him the ball, and Hazard is probably going to get it back a lot less. Whereas mm. with Giroud, he's going to give the ball straight yeah, back to Hazard. Morata's more, you know? uh, even though he's you know a tall, big guy, yeah. he's more running in behind, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. That goal he scored last season from the halfway line, remember that? Yeah, that was... and he got one lovely goal against Arsenal this yeah. season. So he's, well. a, he's a great player to have in the squad, yeah. but I think Hazard's the main man. He's yeah, sure and they've got to get the best out of him. Absolutely, and they, yeah. They are, yeah. And don't forget, there's behind him also a midfield of Kante and Jorginho, who's mm. really looking a quality yeah. signing. Yeah. Kovacic as well. I know when I've injured, um, yeah. but fantastic player. Mm. So you, you've got to say, really, well, even though it's early days... Chelsea, they could be in the mix. They could be, they're, the they're, they could be one or two injuries away though from yeah. suffering, you, especially up front. They still look a little bit light. I do like Pedro, yeah. yeah, but you can't rely on him for goals. And if Hazard is out for an extended period, yeah, well, I, 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 you say you can't rely on him for goals, but I think for the type of player he is, he does get his fair share, doesn't he? Yeah, you know, it's not like he doesn't. He's not the kind of player that would go 10, 15 games of scoring. He yeah. usually bag one in every I wouldn't have a problem. I don't have a problem with any of their midfield and forward Oh, line. no. Midfield, really. they're, st- they're strong. I think the question marks at the back. Yeah. Um, how many clean sheets are you going to keep? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure yet. We'll, we'll see. But if they keep hammering teams below them, which they're doing, I mean, you know, okay, they're going to have to, they're going to, have to punch their weight when they come play the big guns but yeah. uh, that, I think that's the problem for them isn't it they, they, they won't win many games against top four teams I don't we'll think we'll see we'll see yeah. but a uh, great start for them anyway yeah I'm just a little bit worried they've been linked again with John Terry this week oh really bringing him back on a free yeah for what's a the play play a coach no, after he turned down Spartak there's a very strong links to him coming back as a player I even coach. heard a rumour that he, uh, Manchester United were interested in him as well oh, because they're the problems on, you know, yeah. clubs that need a defender who's free he's finished I mean, he wasn't no he wasn't at Villa he, last year he got exposed for pace but he's in the championship, good, I, in the I championship him, which is all about pace I saw him at the end of his time at Chelsea in the Premier League against West Ham and he was all over the shop I, I think done, he's got the bench level. and do a job Still, and, and and also Chelsea don't need him, and neither do Manchester United. Mm. You know, Smalling's playing well again at Man United. Oh, I'm not saying they need him. I'm saying the links there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's crazy talk. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't. As a coach, I wouldn't take fine. him. No, no. Ah. As a I coach, mean, and, and he should definitely. He'll, he'll definitely go to for Chelsea the, for the wages he'd probably want, and to have him in the squad just in case all your defenders get injured. I, I, I don't think it'd be worth it. But you know, Chelsea look like they're going to cause some teams some problems. 
Yeah. Another team that looked like they could cause some teams some problems are Palace and Zaha seems to yeah. be getting on the score sheet. I think sheet. they got a bit lucky um, watching the highlights mm. in this game, but he's he's a match winner. Yeah. Every absolutely. time you see him in yeah. that Palace side, he he's winning them games. He's winning penalties. He's just involved in everything. Yeah. And he's scoring great goals. He's a top player now. Yeah. It is, has been for a while. Is this potentially the most one person orientated team since Southampton of the TTA? I well, think so. It's well, great, I was going to say about because Juan Basaka was man of the match again, wasn't he? And and, and uh, you you pointed him out in the very early on uh, that he's that he's, he's different different class and yeah. and he's he's proving again every time I see him play he looks brilliant. You know? Yeah, and the Tonkin Sacco partnership at the yeah. back seems to provide clean sheets yeah. a yeah. lot when they play, but. Take that point about Letizia at Southampton, who's winning games on his own all the time mm. yeah. back in the 90s. As regards to so match winners, he's the only real match winner they have, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. When he doesn't play, you see the stats. Yeah. You know, they don't get the yeah. points. Absolutely. Injured yeah. at the start of last season, came back in the team, Hodgson became manager. It was a different side, wasn't it? Yeah. And only two goals in five games for Huddersfield. That's, yeah. uh, well, that's even worse than Cardiff, who we were, we were talking about couldn't score with a, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they're in big trouble. We said this from yeah. day one, haven't we? Um, I mean, you look down their down their team sheet and you see well, who's going to score goals there. You know, yeah. I don't really. There's no name that sticks out. Think, well, he's going to be. There's no Glenn Murray in there. Is yeah, there? Munier's you know? like a like, big target man. Yeah. He's useful. You know, if you get the ball yeah. into the box, but yeah, he's not going to get you double figures. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Conway, uh, RJ Conway, ninety-two said, "Thea for Huddersfield's top-flight status. They didn't have a plan B and looked scared to commit players forward." Lest they be picked off in the counter. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, the plan B thing. It seems to me they don't have a plan A. You know, no. uh, honestly, I just think I'm thinking Cardiff and Huddersfield are doomed. Yeah, but we we say every week. We'll see what happens, won't we? Zaha is what sets Palace aside from teams like Huddersfield, like Brighton, 100, um, yeah. like Cardiff. Yeah, without him, they are seriously in trouble. Yeah, yeah, but I think you, you know, as long as he stays fit, he'll. Um, I think he'll keep them sort of. But they're, they're keeping table, it tight, yeah. Palace. They're, yeah. they're, they're keeping it tight and they're relying on him to win games. And um, yeah, so full of first game of the season, they did look really good. And for for a team that's that's been linked with sort of relegation, you know, six goals that conceded in five games, not desperate either, is yeah. it? So they're not too bad at the back, and they've got Zaha to win matches. I think they'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fulham. Uh, hovering around that sort of relegation. I know it's very early, obviously, to be even thinking about that sort of thing. But City, it was a routine kind of win, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Uh, going behind so early, yeah. uh, put us on the back foot and got the crowd and the team up thinking mm. this could be a, a cricket score. Yeah, when it was 3-0 just after half time, I thought, oh, it could be 5 or 6 here. But then yeah, but at least they stemmed the flow, you know. To be fair, Fulham went out and played the way they always play. Mm. And we were open and teams as good... As City will take us apart because yeah. we uh, are not strong at the back. And the selection for this game was really weird with Adoy coming in, uh, Christie coming mm. in. There were some really strange changes. I was surprised Johansson started the game. Yeah. I mean, as I said, I, I, I was down at the Craven College there a few weeks ago. As you frequently go, living a season ticket mm. holder. And they did look like that sort of team. They will they will hammer some poor teams, but they'll probably get hammered by some big teams, I think. Yeah. Anybody where we're supposed to shut up shop. Yeah. Because we just can't do it. Yeah. And we don't try yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah, that, that fair play for going in and having a go. Absolutely. Obviously, it's a yeah. nightmare if you go 1 0 down at a place like that after two minutes. Mm. You feel the worst, don't you? The thing You're is, set up to attack. The team that can do that, though, was shown the week before with Wolves. And I think that's what got City up. They were like, mm. 
okay, we've taken maybe Wolves a little bit lightly, which is why we came away with the draw. This is potentially the same kind of setup with a team coming at us. Hmm. Let's just go out. Yeah. And they yeah. really did. They did, although they didn't have a great night last night, but we'll talk about that a bit later on. Yeah. However, I will say Bernardo Silva looks absolutely amazing. Yeah, He's yeah. the natural placement for David Silva, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's typical City to sort of have them overlapping, isn't it? You know, they, yeah. They're both at the club at the same time. I mean, he looks time, a lot yeah. older, Bernardo Silva, but I think he's 22, 23. He's quite yeah, young. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he is. Yeah, he's, he's quite young. Um, Newcastle Arsenal. Arsenal went into two goal lead, and Newcastle scored a late one through Clara. First time Arsenal have looked convincing. Yeah, even remotely convincing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, were Arsenal convincing one Newcastle? Point? Well, they yeah they do look poor Newcastle. They're they're really struggling at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, that's what happens when you just don't invest over a number of years. Absolutely, the manager uh, works miracles, as we've mentioned before on the show. And we yeah. talked as well last week about how they missed the trick with Mitrovic. I mean, not, yeah. not keeping him there when you've got we don't have many other options. Rondon, I mean, Rondon was on the bench for this game. I, I, it looks like he wasn't even on the bench according to the stats. Yeah. No, he didn't come on, but he was on the bench. Yeah, which is surprising against Arsenal. I mean, you can really rough them up, can't you? And he's mm. that type of player. Which is what Newcastle fans are saying on Twitter. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why are we not bringing him on? Yeah, yeah. He, he can bully bully teams, can't he? You know. I mean, it's difficult to bully people like Mustafi and Socrates, but you got to give yeah. have a goal, haven't you? You know, yeah. I mean, it looks like they didn't even try. I, I think that's what fans hate the most, isn't it? It's not that they didn't win or they didn't get the result, but they didn't, didn't even really the try. Way. They yeah. didn't do what they're good at, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, we'll say uh, Adam Keys uh, underscore Adam Keys said, much better in the second half. We played with purpose with Torreira adding energy. A strong second half in possession from Ozil and a commanding display from Socrates. Two away wins on the bounce. Emery's ideas are slowly coming across. Come mm. on, Arsenal. Yeah. yeah. And that is three wins now in a row. Well, it is. It is. Um, I mean, it doesn't matter who it's against. They desperately needed that. I think it's West Ham, Cardiff, Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they definitely needed those after losing the first two. Mm. Um, that Torreira I'm surprised he doesn't he's not starting games because every time I'm I see stunned him, by that I thought he was one of the players of the summer it's he was mental, so good at it? it's mental because it's just yeah. what they need it's like it's exactly the, the, really the, the ingredient that they need yeah. is that player that can you know throw, throw himself around he's, and he's got to yeah. start now hold the ball and yeah and they put his Gwendouzi in the side it looks a useful young player but I sure well, we'll see, see about him. I saw someone mention him but like I don't know what it is about him I can't see what he does on the pitch but I need him to be there <laughs> because without him, Arsenal just lose a dimension. Yeah. But they couldn't quite put their finger on what it was. Yeah. Who was this you're talking about? Uh, I can't even pronounce his name. Gwendouzi. Gwendouzi, yes. okay, right. I mean, I, I, I've only seen him, bits of him this season. I don't know what he does either. It's like he's just no, he's there. He's got energy. Energy gets about. Yeah, against West Ham, which was just the one time I've seen him live. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Woeful. I came off after an hour. Yeah. And he um, looked he looked a bit hapless against City in that first game as well. But I suppose with a teenager you're gonna get up and down performances. I, I guess that's the question. Why is Torreira not playing there? He's a World Cup player and yeah. he looks very good every time he comes on. It's, it's uh, quite bewildering. But anyway, win for Arsenal and they're up now yeah. to what, seventh, is it? Seventh or eighth? Yeah. Right about where they'll finish. Yeah. <laughs> I think you might be right. Um Tottenham against Liverpool. Uh, this was a, a bit of a turnaround from last season when Spurs hammered Liverpool. But Liverpool are looking very, very good now. Liverpool I think. battered them. Yeah, I mean, absolutely it could have battered been them. Six, yeah. seven. Yeah. I mean, that last minute goal by Lamella really put a gloss on. Oh, on definitely. The, yeah, totally. Yeah, Tottenham just look pedestrian sometimes. Yeah. I mean, and this, this has been going on for two, three years that they can look amazing, and you think 
has just got everything spot on here and they look like they're going to really challenge and then suddenly they'll have two performances in a row where everyone looks slow. I know, and it's strange that this little slump has come after such a, what should have been a invigorating 3-0 hammering yeah. of United at Old Trafford. And since then, they've lost to Watford, lost to Liverpool, and they've lost to Milan, or Inter yeah. Milan. And, um, yeah, again, we'll talk about the Euro- their European adventure uh, in a little while. But they're looking fragile, I think, Spurs. Yeah. You know. yeah. Do you think they're tired? Is it fatigue? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And I don't know if you saw the fraud this morning, but Dean Saunders saying that all professional players shouldn't use being tired as an excuse. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, with all your World Cup experience when yeah. you were playing for Wales, of course yeah. you came back yeah. fresh after the No, there is such thing fatigue, definitely. Um, oh. mm. And the whole squad, I mean, Ali's off, Kane's off, Son is not even as he played since the completion of the Asian Cup. I don't he think just came on sub on the... Oh, oh yeah. by the way, did they, did they win that? Yes. They did? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because so. there was a great meme about um, Son actually... Wondering if getting out of military service was such a good idea right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So because you, you, I think I believe you were saying that Japan were gonna were gonna be. I, I thought yeah. they had a really strong chance, yeah. and as ever, don't listen to my <laughs> predictions. Because I mean, Harry Kane, you could you could say he looks fatigued, but I think he looks like that a lot. Just the way he plays, he looks like mm. he's tired. Yeah. And you think, What's going on here? And all of a sudden, he'll get a goal. And then he goes on a run. He has a very, 10, he has a weird gait, doesn't he? He, yeah. he doesn't, you know, he kind of sort of slumbers yeah. along and then kind of, yeah. he gets the ball and belts it in. Yeah. yeah. So I think he's missing a step. It, it, it doesn't quite look right. No. I mean, the whole fatigue thing, I mean, I do, most of the top Premier League teams, the entire squads or the bulk of them would have played at the World Cup. I mean, in case, well, they had quite a few England players that got to the later stages and stuff, but, I I don't think fatigue is as much of a, a factor as as maybe you guys yeah. do. I I, I you, we, we've seen my debates about this on Facebook yeah. and things in the past. Well, they definitely need to to get some more energy in that mm. midfield. Dyer to me looks very slow, yeah. pedestrian, doesn't move and the I, ball quickly. I, he's big, he's player, not good enough. The odd for them. player, I would agree with you, mm. but this is pretty much an entire squad. Yeah, yeah. Who went into the last stages? Yeah, because they got some Belgian yeah. players and sort of yeah. It's a, you know, it's a valid point, I suppose, but I'm not I'm not convinced. Put it that way. Yeah, fair play. Um, but Liverpool again looking really good. Uh, not to, not relying on Salah as well for all yeah, the goals. Yeah, he's got his shooting boots yeah. on. Yeah, he's still still playing got a few, well. still playing well. <laughs> and, and but even Giorgio Wijnaldum is chipping in with the way goals now. Yeah, you know? first, yeah. first and ever. storage. Yeah, yeah, storage. And you got to say. Milner is in the form of his life there. At the Seems moment. to be. Yeah. I, I really like Milner. Did you see that boring James Milner thing? So was it you, was it you showed us that? Uh, I might have done. Uh, James Milner just emptied me pockets and all. Yeah. The, you know he's got Mbappe and Neymar. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a common meme now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. He's, he's he's he's. I mean, he's, he's always everywhere he's gone, James Milner. You know, you're going to get a seven out of ten performance pretty much that every works, week, yeah. aren't you? You know. So, yeah, and they look solid all over the team. Well, I think it's helped them not having Coutinho, as crazy as that sounds, mm-hmm. because they're so ferocious with those front three. The midfield three, just keep it solid. Yeah, yeah. And Milner's playing in there, he's made Absolutely. more solid, and it's helping the defence. And let those three get Very on with much it. so, yeah. Fullbacks get forward to support. I mean, yeah. it's coming at you everywhere anyway. Yeah, yeah. I think they've got the balance dead And right. I, I also think, think about the, those three attacking players, Salah, Mane, Firmino, especially Salah and Mane, they work hard and they get back and they okay, they don't throw themselves into tackles as much, but they put the other players under pressure. Yeah. So they never let the other team settle down, do they? No. 
And that's that's it. I think it's going to hold them in good stead. And I think they're seeing out games better now. I know Lamella did score in the yeah. last minute. Yeah, they did keep the ball very well last twenty minutes. Absolutely. Yeah. Last year they threw away a, a few leads from just yeah. not doing that. Very true. Yeah. Going back to Spurs, am I the only person who's disappointed that they've got a player called Winks who hasn't got the number forty? he's been in the squad for a few seasons now so it's taken us a while to come oh, yeah. out isn't it but, yeah. <laughs> we won't be doing the podcast for six weeks so yeah. um, yes Manchester United won against Watford so they, they stopped Watford's 100% record it was an unusual kind of match Watford started quite well yeah. United got into it and then for about 20 minutes United played the best football they played all season they yeah. were fluid and knocking it around they they should have scored three or four in that, that last 20 minute period of, of the first half managed two and then Watford scored after 65 minutes and uh, made it a bit hairy towards the end but you know, you know after that 3-0 defeat against Spurs they're starting to grind some results out they're now level in points with Spurs and they're starting to get a bit of momentum going so and this is what we said we said yeah. after they had that horrendous result against Tottenham they had a run of games where yeah. they could potentially win all of them yeah, five or six yeah. games and that might happen they do that when you know it's I mean they have again. on paper a winnable match again this weekend at home so but we were talking you know, about if they lost the um, Burnley Burnley game it yeah. could be gone yeah, yeah. And, and you'd expect it to happen yeah. so this is how close you are these days absolutely well as, as you know the, the, the famous 1990 FA Cup match at the City Ground yeah. United Mark Robbins Mark Robbins scoring the winner and if uh, rumour has it that if they'd lost that Fergie was, was out and then Things might have been very different. But I mean, it's not being fickle because United were that bad yeah. that you thought if they keep playing like this, Absolutely. another two games, yeah. they can't continue. Yeah. yeah, And then it hadn't been just the start of the season, it's just the way it's been for yeah. you know, a year, year and a half. And I think as well a factor has to come into play when a manager is a bit older. Like the whole thing about Van Gaal, for example, when he was at, towards the end, I was, at, by the end, I was, because I'm not one of those people that likes the board to wheel the axe, on, yeah. you know, sort of very quickly. But with Van Gaal, the style of football was awful, the results weren't great, and he said he was leaving the following season anyway. Now, Mourinho is not a young man anymore, okay? he's not ancient, but you think if it's not going that well and it's starting to look worse, and he's the kind of age he is, maybe time to go, but they're, they're getting the back together now again. This is probably, though, the first time I've seen a United squad, possibly in my lifetime, try to shut up shop against Watford yeah, with a 2-0 yeah, lead. absolutely. I, I was about to post a, a status at one stage of the match. I just can't believe it's 2018. Manchester United have chosen to wear pink shirts instead of red. Yeah, I was going to And the main, concern, the main concern is if Fellaini can stop Troy Deeney. You know, it's <laughs> like, it, what are we watching here, you know? Was but it pink? It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's pink, yeah. And it's nothing to do with the fact that pink girls and no, like that. It's, just, it's not Manchester United. It's not Manchester United. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't that. It was like, is this white? Is it pink? What, what's yeah, going the shorts, on here? The short, I think the shorts are white, which is a little bit of a weird thing. It's not entirely pink. And it's it's about the pink paper in Manchester. Was it the pink press or something? Oh, some, okay. some sports publication, which is printed on pink paper and it's famous there. And um, Oh, football pink. Football uh, pink. It's a, it's yeah. got the green in Sheffield. Yeah. So it's a, so it's, it's a tribute to, to, to that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but you know, I, I'm, I'm nothing wrong with having a pink shirt or anything. It's just uh, when you can wear a red shirt, wear red shirts. And I keep I keep going about it, but it just drives me mental. No, I you understand know. that. It's like West Ham's away kit at the moment is dark blue yeah. with yellow tinge. 
you know, it looks like a Tottenham or Chelsea way. I, mean, I totally West understand Ham doing those colours. I don't mind. I don't mind experimenting with, with interesting coloured kits and, and changing the tradition for away kits a little bit, you know. But when you can wear your home shirt, wear your home shirt. Yes. And, and for me as well, I think what they're forgetting about is that not a lot of a lot of fans. They don't get to go to every game. They, they get to go to maybe one or two games a season. You want to see them wearing red shirts, you yeah. know. Yeah. And, and just, just you know, I mean, it's a little bit of tradition that we don't need to get rid of, you know. Yeah. I mean, but anyway, did you see the statistic uh, on that point about Fulham wearing four different shirts in the first five games of the season? Oh, really? Okay. Have they really? What this year? How have they yeah. got four shirts? Got four kits. Is that allowed? Well, apparently so. I mean, that's the first thing I've ever heard of. That. I mean, I, I remember there was one season where the clubs started using, having a t- different design of the Champions League as as to yeah. the and Premier League. And some teams have a uh, shirt just for the warm up. No, the uh, well, it's just oh, right. Carabao. Carabao, yeah, Carabao, Carabao. Right. That's right. Yeah, that's true. And I think that's where the fourth came in. I mean, people uh, don't even go to the. End, oh people, right, so that's where you've worn that fourth one, was it? So people Carabao don't even go to yeah. the games, but they're going to buy the shirts yeah. on the basis of the Carabao Cup. <laughs> I, I, it's staggering but yeah. you know anyway but you know you know, looking a bit more promising I mean they were they did hold on by the skin of their teeth in that one Decay made a couple of saves and there was a chance at the very end but they won and momentum's building and they won again last night what for two about. I had as one being one of the three strong to go down yeah. changed my mind completely yeah. oh, I definitely, think they look definitely. very safe yeah. especially with Pereira he's yeah. a, a really good we'll time we'll see I think Anyone out of that top six could still go down in this league, and that includes them. Brilliant I, start. I've seen four or five worse teams. Yeah. Who I just can't see oh, yeah, getting 100%, better. And yeah. I think that's where. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to demonise any teams or anything, or, or but I just think it's Huddersfield and Cardiff and one from the rest of yeah, them. Yeah, agree. You know, but we'll we'll see how it goes. Yeah, Everton and West Ham, and a great win for West Ham. Yeah, massive relief. Finally. Well. Yeah, finally. The thing was about this, it was a must-win. I didn't want to panic because we lost for the first four games. Mm. But when you look at the fixtures after this Everton one, yeah. which, by the way, on paper, a very difficult game, it's Chelsea and Manchester United at home. Yeah, yeah. So potentially seven defeats. What happens from there? Absolutely. Then so, you're in trouble. So yeah, they had yeah. to get something at Everton. I knew they weren't going to try and grind something out. Mm. It's not Pellegrini way. Absolutely, so yeah. Brilliant. Great start to, to the match. Um, well... It wasn't good football. Both teams looked poor, but it was end to end. West Ham got that first goal, class from Arnautovic. Yeah. Yarmolenko with a tap in. Yeah. Then suddenly he's playing with confidence. Scored a lovely second one, Absolutely, although it was yeah. given to us. Yeah. Obviously, letting a goal just before half time was a real kick in the teeth because mm. you thought, how what's going to happen in this second half? But then um, we picked up and went again. Really, I thought Everton were poor. Yeah. They had a few players out. Yeah. The fans seemed a bit flat. But yeah, we deserve to win. Very happy. Still problems at the back. Declan Rice played defensive midfield. We went with the three. Obiang came in. That made a massive difference. Obiang has to play every week. Yeah, he's got legs in there. And Declan Rice was outstanding. Just yeah, about the, four. the general consensus I saw was that uh, England slash Ireland. Declan yeah. Rice was yeah. the best player on the pitch. Yeah, yeah well, for me, his, his um, best position is still centre half. But at the moment, in this West Ham team, I think yeah, he needs to play. Defence in midfield. I think it's. It, it, I don't think it's a terrible sort of apprenticeship for a, a promising centre half to have a little bit of time in midfield. Yeah. Takes the direct responsibility off off of them a little bit, so they can become a good player. You yeah. Know? Because if you if you're if you're a centre half in the team, anything goes wrong, it's probably going to be a goal. Yeah. 
So if you're a midfielder, you can learn your trade, and they've still got that back four behind you too. Yeah. So well, Rio Ferdinand so. started there for West Ham. Yeah, yeah. Exactly the same thing. Um, with Declan, he played defensive midfield at Anfield. I was up there, and he just wasn't in the right positions. Mm. And that's why I sort of made my mind up. Yeah. After that game, it's probably not a good idea to play him there. But mm. um, he was totally different at Everton. He was just sitting just in front. I think Obiang helped him um, with Noble in, just ahead. So... Um, yeah, talk about the head. Uh, I think was it with Charleston not playing because he was suspended? Was yeah, that, that, yeah. So that's a massive blow. So there we go. That's what happens when you push your forehead against someone yeah. these days, isn't it? So um, I think Everton will be okay. Um, I think West Ham will be okay. But well, um, for you, because we were talking about this previously about uh, West Ham's midfield and the lack of balance. Yeah, the comments I've seen is that this is the first game where the balance seemed to be there. Well, Would you agree right. with that? Yeah, because you need a defensive midfield player who's going to sit in the three. And then you need one that's going to be box to box. It's got energy. Because you were complaining about Noble and Wilshire. Yeah. And, and yeah. Well, okay. So one of them. And then Noble, who I still thought was very average in the game. Yeah. But he's sort of in there to be the technical player, the playmaker, if, if you like. It helped as Wilshire not being available because it meant Obiang came in. Yeah. Now, my midfield would be Rice Holding, Obiang, and Wilshire as a playmaker. Pellegrini, I think, would have played Wilshire Noble, and that wouldn't have been a good balance. Mm, yeah. So Obiang is crucial. He's crucial. He's got to stay fit, and that make a massive difference. It did. I cool. also saw West Ham's injury list. That's quite a lot of impressive players you got to come back as well. Yeah. Like five or six potential first teamers there. Yeah, Lanzini, Reed, Carroll. Yeah, that's so, another yeah, I mean, dimension really to your to your side when you have those players back, isn't it? You know. Yeah, it's something that's gone a bit under the radar. The number of players who are missing. Yeah, so going to the next couple of games, Chelsea, Manchester United. I mean, with Chelsea game, it takes the pressure off a little bit now, just having the three points. Because I couldn't believe it. I looked at the league table and saw, you know, we've lost four in a row, get a win, and we're fifth from bottom, not in the bottom yeah. three. Yeah. I, I forgot how badly everyone else is yeah, doing. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It, I, I was surprised if they jumped up so much, but it just shows that there's there's some teams there that probably don't really warrant a place there. But, you know, let's see how it goes again. Seems to be my catchphrase. Wolves against Burnley and Wolves showing a little bit of class there to win 1-0. Uh, Burnley, I think they've, they've got problems as well, you know. I mean, they're bo- well, obviously, the bottom of the table. Three goals, one point. I saw someone on social media blaming Europa League for this. Mm. Well, I mean, it's ridiculous. Absolutely. They, they no. even, the Europa yeah. League. Yeah. Yeah. They made lots of changes for those games. Yeah. You know, so that's Most of those players it. have this whole summer off because they weren't the, the media. Cup, tr- you know? It's out every time. Yeah. Every time a team gets in Europe. But you see, this is this is this is an example of what I was saying earlier because people attribute Spurs' problems to the World Cup. Now people are also now attributing Burnley's problems to the Europa yeah. League. I just I just think winning games, getting momentum. And, and they say you're better off out of it. Well, yeah, they're great out of the Europa League and they're bottom of the Premier League. Because I think if, if, for example, Spurs, Spurs, had, they were 1 0 up against Watford, weren't they? Was, am I mentioning that? Spurs were, yeah. yeah. Were now, if they'd held on with that, in that one, their heads might have been a bit higher against Liverpool at Wembley, if they, you know, might have got a result there. And then they may have held on against Milan. And then all of a sudden, we're looking at a totally different landscape for Spurs. And we're not, yeah. we're not saying, oh, they're all tired. And I don't think Spurs are doing badly. They just haven't got these results, have they? You know? Yeah. I mean, okay, the Liverpool one, they were a bit over, overwhelmed. But Burnley, I mean, they've got, they don't really have an excuse. They didn't play the full-strength team of the Europa League. They only went through a couple of rounds. And uh, they just look pretty deficient yeah. all over the pitch, really. Oh, yeah. Except at the back, Joe Hart is showing again why at one point he was England's number mm. one. 
Yeah, he's nice looked to see. really good this season so yeah, far. Yeah. But um, Turpin time at RSJ Tur- uh, RJS Turpin said exactly what I was going to say. Wolves had 30 efforts on goal in the game. Wow. 30. This is a promoted wow. club that are playing by a completely different rule book. And I agree. You look at the attacking prowess that team has, yeah. and they have no fear. They showed that against City. Yeah. There's some good names there. Moutinho and Neves in midfield. I mean, uh, Moutinho setting off Neves so well. Just the way they link up. Yeah. It's been really, really impressive. And Jimenez up front. He's got a couple of goals now. So yeah. He's got a winner on Saturday or Sunday. And for a promoted team at Wolves to be able to have a player like Traore on the bench, it's... Yeah, you got some strength. Well, yeah, he came off the bench for the winner against yeah, West Ham. Absolutely, yeah. a frightening pace to bring on. Yeah, yeah. So I think Will's looking good, aren't they? Yeah. And there's a lot of talk about this Cody centre half maybe being picked for England. Mm. Um, haven't seen too much of him. Well, it would be since well. he's got no surname. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's standard these days, isn't it? Because yeah. <laughs> this was a Sunday, Sunday's match. Was it Sunday? Monday, 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 Monday night. Monday. So Hampton against Brighton, and that was Joel. Yeah, 1-1. Yes, Southampton managed to blow a 2-0 lead. It was an awful first half, wasn't it? I missed this one completely. I, t- uh, I saw Hjalberg's goal. It was a fantastic goal. Yeah. A goal of the weekend. Uh, I think it's the furthest goal in the Premiership this season. It just kept going, didn't it? Yeah. But oh. the quality in that first half, I looked at both teams and I thought, well, these two are going to be in big trouble. This yeah. is what they've got. I mean, even more so, really, at the end of the game, because although it's a brilliant comeback, mm. Brighton and Southampton just totally threw it away. They didn't deserve the two-goal lead. No. Um, Brighton definitely deserved the point, and fair play to them for getting it. Somebody had made a really good point, though, and I'd need to look at a stat for this as well, but the number of points that Southampton have thrown away yeah. in the last five minutes of games over the last 12 months, right? it looks like it's going to go well into double figures. Yeah. Mm. So and that's the difference, but yeah, that's the difference between mid-table and going down. Yeah. If you can't hold on till the end, absolutely, yeah, yeah. But I think personally, Mark Hughes is one of the worst managers in the Premier League. Yeah, you've made that point before. Yeah, you? I'm not, not a fan of Mark. <laughs> don't Hughes, like him. Don't like Sparky. But I don't think there's anything to back up a counter argument for why he's constantly given a chance in the Premiership. Yeah, people keep going back to Man City. How long ago was that? Yeah, and he yeah. wasn't exactly tearing up trees there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, come on, Sparky, pull your finger out. <laughs> and get these boys up the table and prove Mr. Weston wrong here. Glenn Murray, like Glenn, Glenn Murray, though, with another goal. I keep thinking about putting my fantasy football team because he keeps popping up on his mm. goals. But as soon as that happens, it's yeah, going to slow up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like having Shane Long in, isn't it? It's like, oh, he's got to score. Oh, poor old Shane Long. I was watching him on Monday night and it, it's just it's embarrassing. It's now. tragic. I, I mean, at one point, I thought he was... At one point, I used to think Shane Long was really hard done by that he wasn't playing for like a very big team. Oh no, he's a very good and, player. And I think uh, there was an argument made for it, but he's just lost all confidence. He's yeah. just, you know, some of his touches now. I mean, the I stat mean, came up on the screen too in his last fifty appearances. Two goals and fifty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Five zero. That is it's yeah. ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So come on, Shane. It just seems it seems <laughs> it seems such a long time ago when he scored that belter against Germany in the yeah. qualifiers. You know, yeah. but it is a long time ago. I think it's nearly four years, isn't it? Um, yeah, so that brings to a conclusion the roundup of last weekend's Premier League games. So it was a busy week in the Champions League this week with most of the British clubs are playing, or have they all played? I think they all played, didn't they? The way they've now got everything laid up. Yeah, it's the new format. I'm just going to go through them one by one. But Liverpool, Tottenham. Manchester United and, and Manchester City, City. Yeah, all yeah, played. Yeah, all played. 
Uh, some of them won, some of them didn't win. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Which one do you want to start with? I think we start with Liverpool, actually. Fair play yeah. to Liverpool because, again, like we talked about earlier on with the resilience and keep getting results when they would have dropped points. When PSG came back into it to get it to 2-2, you think, ah, oh, typical Liverpool, and then they go and get the winner. Yeah. So Yeah, fair play to them there. PSG... Oh, funny old side. Yeah, it was yeah. like a team of individuals. Yeah. They don't track back. I mean, yeah. that last minute, there's no one making an effort to get near any Liverpool players. You would no. thought, come on, let's hold on for this point ourselves. Yeah. You know, we'll just come back from 2 nil down. And I think like, the goal for them is really just, you know, they will get through the group probably. And then when it, when you get down to the, to the knockout stages, everything changes a little bit. And then it can be more about special moments and flair. Yeah. And, and I think that's where where their strengths lie. So. Yeah, yeah. Because we saw Real Madrid in the group stage last year. They were awful twice yeah. against Tottenham. And they went on to win it. So, I like you're saying. But they're, they're a weird team. Neymar they are. just looks like he's playing for himself. As well, he is. He is. Yeah, yeah. I, think I, I don't like Neymar. I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. But, um. <laughs> Liverpool in Europe yeah. are just a completely different beast, aren't they? Oh, yeah. They love it, don't they? Yeah. They really do. They're just... And Just, I knew Liverpool would win, and I'll tell you how I knew it 100%, because I put a tenner on PSG to get the result. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the second I did, I was like, why have I done that? Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. worst bet I've probably made this year, other than a bet I made in the office that Fulham would finish above Chelsea. Well, actually, if, I, I mean, if you, if you want sob stories about bets, Colin, I'm the man to come to <laughs> the last week. In the last two weeks, last week, is it two weeks, I've, I've missed out on a 445 pound win by cashing Cash out with six pounds yeah, yeah. I, I then also missed out on 137 by one goal and I missed out on 110 by one goal and that's, that's all in the last last few days but before we bring up the violins didn't you win 88 quid this weekend oh I did I win, I th- right I th- there I th- we th- go Conor Horan, yeah or, or as they call him Horahan <laughs> and it sounds, sounds Japanese Horahan you know but, <laughs> no, it's Horahan he's from Bandit actually where, where I went to school yeah, but um, Liverpool, yeah, really good win, and because yep. oh, at one point I thought, oh, it'd be nice if they didn't win, just, <laughs> just you know, like because uh, last season they were quite smug about getting to the to the final. But fair play. Another team that didn't have it all their own way, in fact, they didn't have it the way at all, is Manchester City. Did you see that match, lads? Because I, I was actually busy. Just saw the goals yeah. and reaction from Guardiola who was in the stand wasn't he mm. so that must have had an effect yeah. Arteta was running things from yeah, the touchline yeah. yeah big shock yeah. and again they'll, they'll probably get through the group because I was but, checking um, in on, on how the game was going and it wasn't to me it didn't even seem like City were unlucky it seemed like Leon could have even maybe scored yeah. another goal or two you know but then um, City through on Sano made immediate difference. Yeah. I think he's going to start starting games now, actually. When, when they scored after 67 minutes with Silva, I thought, ah, oh, here we go. Yeah. This is it now. They're, they're going to yeah. at least get a draw. And they didn't. Uh, Fakir scored an excellent goal, who's a um, long-term Liverpool target. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, looked there, at, at one point, should have been, yeah, should have been there, wouldn't yeah. he? Yeah, they uh, got greedy. Yeah. That's what made that fall apart, allegedly. Is that what happened, is that? Yeah, yeah, they tried to lower the price after everything had been agreed. And they went, nope. Liverpool does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So okay. that's why it fell apart, allegedly. Well, it seems to be uh, doing all right anyway, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I'm going to make a break prediction. I don't think City are going to get through the group. Really? I can just see someone like Shakhtar getting a result at home. So who else have they got? They've got Leon... Uh, Shakhtar, Donetsk and Hoffenheim, who no, drew the opening right. game 2-2. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shakhtar got a very late equaliser. Well, I think you... 
That's a very brave prediction. I mean, yeah. I, I know that they, it's a bad result, but you can see them winning in Lyon, yeah. and you can see them win the other you four can, games. But you, but you can see them winning the Etienne, and they didn't. Yeah, they'll yeah. be all There's right, something about City in Europe. I just don't. Yeah, but you say that they still got to the semi-final in recent years. Last year they met Liverpool, who were outstanding mm. when they met them. Yeah, I think. But then they had that complete absolute blowout in France again, wasn't it? Against was it Monaco? They lost five, yeah. uh, six, yeah. three to. Yeah. Well, so see, they have a I think, I think, of I think it's easy good. to, um, you know, after the teams lost a game or won a game to sort of make predictions. Yeah. But I think one thing. I think, I think Man City you're onto something be though, because I do think that there. The, that cloak of invincibility seems to have been taken away this season. Yeah, and I that, think that's a good thing for the yeah, Premier League. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, but in the last three games, drawn with Wolves, yeah. beaten Fulham, lost to Lyon. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, they, they haven't hit top gear. I don't think Liverpool have either. Mm. No, and, but, and, and Liverpool haven't hit top gear, yeah. but they've beaten one of the, the contenders three two. Yeah, yeah. That's where the difference is. And, and, and that's a way you win against No, no, it's, it's a really bad result for City. Beast, Man yeah. City had to, to lose your first um, Champions League group game at home as well yeah. Yeah. is a pretty disastrous result. Yeah. Puts it just sets you up, you. puts you a pressure for the rest of the whole yeah, group campaign, does, doesn't it? Does, because you know you've got to have to come back the you, next you match. You can't really afford any can't lose mess the ups, ne- yeah. next two after that. Yeah. Otherwise, you're taking it to the last game. Absolutely. And if they lose the next game, which is going to be your way, yeah. And you're you are in danger of not qualifying, yeah, then, yeah. aren't you? Or you're dropping a point. It's yeah, yeah. But it's probably just a wake up call for them, and yeah, probably, probably just, you know whoever they're playing we'll sat there hiding. We we will see. Yeah, uh, Manchester United had no such problems. They dispatched young boys. Uh, yeah. There was interesting <laughs> y- young boys Wankdorf, Manchester. United. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you must be really yeah. happy, Zach, because I mean you're talking about things have changed from that league result last yeah. week. I think you mean. Because of last night, really, because there's well, late yeah. signs of Pogba and Martial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, when I was talking about the Watford, when I was kind of including yeah. the yeah. last night's results, yeah. because they're just showing the momentum now. You know, like that's that's a, that's a few wins in a row now, and they've scored a few goals now. Three three last night in an away match, and also Martial got on the pitch and on the score sheet. And I was happy to see Martial, Rashford, and Lukaku up yeah. front. I thought that that's, that's a nice little triumvirate there. You know. Yeah. Um, Sanchez obviously um, rested, rested, dropped, whatever you want to want to call it. I don't know if it's gonna, ever going to work for him there. Something about him—he just doesn't seem to fit in at all. You know, he doesn't know what he's doing. But um, let's not focus on that. Let's focus on the fact that United had a very good performance. But you had the cosh early on, weren't you? Yeah, they, De Gea made a save and and uh, they had good a, chance with a head few chances. Yeah, yeah. You know what they say: the signing of good teams, you, you take a bit of pressure, you soak it up, and then you score the goals when you need to, yeah. and you get the results. So, and that's the exact opposite of what City had last night. Is that you know now have got their campaign up to a great start, yeah. good win away, and uh, it looks like a reasonably straightforward group, apart from Juventus. I mean, yeah. you'd like to think that they might win at home, Juventus lose away, and both of them are probably quickly go uh, touching on Juventus. Are you sad, Ronaldo is going to miss? Um Manchester United game. He won't sent though. Off, no, he, he won't. He's going to miss they the won't. next game. He's only one match oh, back. Only one. Yeah, yeah they, they okay. were thinking of that because of the nature of the offence, violent conduct. Well, that's right. That's what I was about. But to I say. don't. I think they've deemed it to be not particularly. Right. He pulled his hair. Ridiculous. Didn't he? Enough, I, I mean, come on. You know, you can't even kick people these days. It's ridiculous, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Well, he did both. Yeah. Yeah. So. But well, anyway, he apparently they said he's not going to be. It's not going to be increased, and he probably will be able to play the games. So yeah, I mean. It's always a bit weird when Ronaldo plays for United. It's, it's like it's like seeing an ex-girlfriend, you know. Yeah. It's like it's just because 
I think when he scored that goal in the quarter final, was it or last eight, last sixteen, a few years ago, and he's like hands raised, kind of doesn't yeah. want to celebrate, you know. Um, yeah, it's strange. Yeah, and I, again, I, I'm a bit disappointed that he. It's almost certain he'll never play for Manchester United yeah. again because I you thought, thought if he's going to come back, I didn't this think season. that he would come back because I, I, he's been talking about it for years. He always goes on about how much he loves United, and I was surprised when the, the Juventus transfer went through. But I suppose you've got to think of the future, and Ronaldo yeah. isn't the future, is he? No, it's funny you should mention that because I was having an argument with somebody the other day about how Cristiano Ronaldo has always shown his ex-clubs um, devotion and nothing but respect. Mm. And I made that point you just made about Manchester United being yeah. shown disrespect, constantly being brought up with, oh, well, I'd love to come back to Old Trafford whenever contract negotiations right. come up yeah. or when he's linked oh, with a good move. Point. Yeah. Always. <clears throat> he, they were always used as a bargaining chip. And I don't think mm. he ever really looked like he was going to go back. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, it, you have to wonder whether or not the uh, there was ever any negotiations in place or... Who knows? I mean, players use the say that all the time but I mean there's also the fact that if he's asked the question about Manchester United when the contract negotiations are underway even if that thought is sincere that he loves them he's he's not going to not say that so, yeah. so maybe yeah the press can angle it well, yeah. would you consider a move back to Old Trafford and all of a sudden it's exactly yeah. I, I, th- I think he's shown a genuine fondness for the club in other, at other points as well even when it hasn't been the contract negotiations and it's quite clear that he 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 does have a, a big place in his heart for Old Trafford, um, but anyway, he's a Juventus player now, and they will meet uh, both in Italy and in Manchester in a few weeks' time. And he got his first goal this week for Juventus as well with two goals on yeah, the weekend. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I think for a player like him, he kind of needed them, you know, because he doesn't like to go games without scoring. Yeah, you know? no. it's all about goals, isn't he? I mean, yes. yeah, Tottenham. Yeah, bad result for them last night. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was uh, I, felt, I did feel sorry for them. I know you probably didn't, but no, you know, to, no, I didn't. To but, go um, to go one nil up away in Italy, which is often very hard, and then to have two late goals. I mean, you can think, all right, one late goal, fair enough, get a draw instead of a win. But to have that win and then to have nothing out of it, like yeah. five minutes later, it's that's gutting. Well, you know? Pochettino is getting himself in a little bit of trouble with the Spurs fans at the moment because. Mm. Brilliant manager. Yeah. He's done loads for them. I'm a massive fan of his, even though yeah. you know, I haven't got a lot of fondness for Tottenham. But his substitutions, time and time again, are just not working for him. Mm. They're costing him results. Yeah. It's been going on for a while, and they're getting a bit upset. I've seen some ridiculous comments on social media that, you know, he's only one or two games away from <laughs> Zach himself walking out, which is oh, ridiculous. I mean, yeah. they've done so two. much. He's done so much for to them. To say one or two games. Not a lot of money. You know, it's ridiculous. But but he is making some bad mistakes, I think, with yeah. selection. Yeah. Left Trippier and now the viral at home. But I think injured. it does boil down to the fact that they didn't invest in the Summers. And he, he doesn't have enormous resources to, to, to bring in players yeah. that to rest those top players and the, and the Trippiers and people like that, you know. Um, but he if he looks at a guy in training and thinks the guy needs needs to be rested what's he going to do you know yeah. I mean, it's the first time I've seen him pull a Mourinho though this weekend yeah, in the press conference yeah I saw that as well yeah. about the disrespect because you questioned why I didn't pick certain players no it was a question why you didn't pick these players who played at the weekend mm. not an attack on the players who did put in yeah uh, and he was clearly trying to deflect yeah and yeah. I hadn't seen that from him no no there's very definitely cold, pressure there yeah mm. Yeah. But I, it's not like like you're saying to say he's close to losing his job. Yeah, but I mean, the pressure surely is on the club to spend some more money, not him. 
But they can't. This yeah. is the thing. So he's got to pop this pressure at least until January. Yeah. When potentially that may be glossed over again because they may be in the new ground. I am yeah. personally don't think they will be. I don't think they're going to new ground this year. I don't think it'll be ready until the summer from everything mm. that I've seen and heard. Yeah, he's... Yeah, well, he's I think... Of all the managers in the league, he's the one who should be under the least pressure. Yeah. And do you know what I think he's got to do? And he won't do it because, you know, they, teams in the Champions League always rest their players for... League Cup games, but go for it. Go for the League Cup. Tottenham needs a trophy. Yeah, that's what their fans want, right? They, they are fed. They, they are. They are fed up with I finishing agree. fourth, yep. third or fourth or second. Well, it means nothing. Like if, if you're giving up trying to win, you know, even if it's a League Cup, go for it. Go Wembley, win that cup, put your best side out. That's the last thing they won, wasn't it? Didn't they beat Leicester? Yeah, in nineteen ninety. I think it's about ten years ago. Beat Chelsea. Oh, yeah. We were, we were, yeah. But Berbatov was playing. Yeah, we'll get header. 11, 11 years ago. Yeah. Then yeah, I think yeah. it's two thousand seven. Right. Yeah. I think that's about right. Yeah. Um, but we're talking about a broader issue, aren't we? Yeah. I mean, yeah. the, the issue of of the relegation of importance of so many, so much of football. It's not even just. I mean, last night you have now you have managers resting players in important Champions League matches. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like when I was when I was young, you know, it wasn't a case of. I mean, Sammy Lee played sixty three games in the nineteen eighty four season. Yeah. 63 games, you know. You look at any top player now, none of them really go past 50. None of them, you know. And and they're mo- they're complaining more than ever now. If they're talking about the fact that the pace of the game is much faster, it's faster because you have made it faster, because you yeah. are fitter. So so what are you... Uh, it doesn't add up to me, yeah. you know. I just think it's, it's very strange. Would well, you know what it suggests to me? You know, when you're leaving out players in Champions League games... And this is where it's going wrong, football. It's just to me that all that matters is getting in that top four yeah. to make money. Yeah. Actually, playing the tournament itself doesn't matter as much yeah. as the Premier League. Yeah. And actually, and if, if you, a bit of truth and do you know, do you know yeah. why? Because if you look at the actual prize money for the Champions League, it's negligible. Yeah. The prize money for winning the Champions League is only matter a million it's you know yes low low to mid million yeah but I mean you get a hundred million for TV rights just for yeah. playing in the Premier League it's, it dwarfs any Champions League prize money you know I mean but the Champions League TV money when you get to group stage is huge you uh, get we look stage, at numbers mean, yeah because we're looking at numbers for how it would affect Cork City yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. it is absolutely ridiculous. Oh, it is. I think yeah, it's yeah. like a hundred million. For but they're already in it. So, so yeah. as as Rob rightly points out, yeah. once they've so done that got, hard yeah, once you got to this point, it's like mm, doesn't yeah, really do matter after that, yeah. you know. Having said that, in Pochettino's defence, he always rotates his fullbacks anyway. So Oyer came in for Trippier, but Alderweireld leaving him out, I don't mm. understand that. Yeah. Centre half doesn't need to rest. I'm sorry. You're not running around as much as everyone else. Yeah, you're meant to be a warrior. Just play. Well, that's that's uh, that's the, the thing I always say. It's it's the midfield players. I think busy midfield players. They're they're the only ones you can maybe and so maybe some fullbacks. Only ones you can just say, well, these guys they exert so much energy throughout yeah. the whole game that they're going they're going to be a yeah. bit tired. But then I just think, well, then just reduce the training schedule. I I, I can't understand how yeah. a, a ma- they're meant to be the most. The people at the most pinnacle of fitness in world sports, and they and they can't play ninety minutes twice a week. Uh, yeah. It's staggering to me. But there you go. It's exactly right. Reduce the training. Yeah, we're not experts in that, but I've been sure it makes sense. Uh, reduce it, it. Surely, surely. I mean, <clears throat> well, you think all oh, them will be sharp? 
but there must be a balance to be struck. I, I don't know. I mean, we're not experts. Well, yeah, if you're but, playing on Saturday and another game Tuesday, then I just think don't train, hardly train yeah, in between. Yeah, do a light training. Just do your tactical then, yeah. meeting. Yeah. You know, have the massages, have the oxygen yeah. tense, relax. Do you know what I mean? Do whatever you have need a to do. Yeah. Session, that's it. yeah it, exactly. Maybe that's what they've done. I don't know. But anyway. But um, yeah. But just I don't know. But it's going back to the whole fatigue thing. About the importance yeah. of, of of winning matches. It's been seriously undermined in, in recent years. Yeah. So that's all the four teams in the Champions League. Just a quick update on the Europa League. As we're recording, some games haven't kicked off. However, with a minute to go, Chelsea are beating PAOK away from home one nil. Okay. Uh, Willian scoring after seven minutes, but even more impressive than that is Glasgow Rangers are holding Villarreal to two all oh, really? in Spain. How much wow. time they were two down. How much, time, how much time left that one? They were into extra time as we speak. Injury time, yeah. Yeah, after oh, well, Lafferty have brought them back, that's so Gerrard's made an immediate impact. Yeah. However, the stats are interesting. They've only had four shots all game. Well, that's only no two on target. I've got Villarreal in my jacket tonight. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bang goes that but, one. Uh, yeah, in a group that's also got Rapid Vienna and Spartak Moscow. That's a really good way to start things off. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, any ways that result in the Europe against the Spanish team is going to be impressive, yeah. isn't it? And yeah. teams in Europa League is almost the opposite to what we're saying about the Champions League. Teams that start in Europa League at this level tend to want it. Mm. Teams who come in early like Burnley are like, oh, do we really want to play these extra eight games before we get to the group stages? But these teams who come in, it's like, no, this is serious. This yeah. can mean something. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's, I think it's the, the clubs in this country don't take it that seriously as the ones abroad. Yeah. Spanish teams are always there. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. means yeah. Spain and Italy, be. this means something. That's why they win it every season. I mean, so I think Champions League's been won by Spanish teams the last five years. Yeah. The Europa League's been won by Spanish teams for most of the last yeah. five years, isn't it? Yeah. We're forgetting Man United. We're not Apart from United, well, I'll never <laughs> forget that. But yeah, I just thought, yeah, be, be polite to not mention it. Um, there's been talk as well, before we round up here, about uh, reintroducing a third um, European competition. Well, that's again. a good idea, isn't it? I, I was, we call it the European well, Cup? Why don't we call it, yeah, yeah. Well, no, see, that's the thing. Everybody make that immediate assumption. Yeah. They're going to bring out the Cup Winners' Cup. Nope, that got ruled out immediately. So that is not going to be What is their proposal? Thing. Have you seen what their specific proposal is? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Just it's it. not going to be a Cup Winners' Cup. Yeah. That's all I've said. There will be a third tournament. At the team that finishes bottom of every domestic league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the teams that are relegated from the yeah. domestic <laughs> league. Oh, who knows? It's crazy. And now we are into our predictions section of the programme, starting with Brighton versus Tottenham Hotspur. Um, Now, Brighton are quite tasty at home, very tough. Spurs in a bit of a slump, and it's always that tossing the coin thing, Mm, you know. But uh, I'm going to go for 1-0 Brighton. Oh, really? Yeah, I am. Well, that that would put them in a bit of trouble, wouldn't it, Tottenham? Wouldn't it, just? Uh... I'd love that to happen. I just think <laughs> I think Harry Kane's due a goal or two. Every time he seems to get a bit of stick, which he's been getting for a couple of weeks, mm. he bounces back. So I'm going to go for a Harry Kane double and a 2-0 win for Tottenham. Okay. And I'm going to split the difference. Uh, Brighton are very resilient at home. We saw that against Fulham. However, I can't see Spurs losing. I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw. Okay. Shout. I thought you were going to add my score to Rob's score and say 2-1 Spurs, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, well, Brighton will be buzzing, won't they, after the result on Monday night? Yeah, should be. That point. That's the thing. Be. They've got momentum. Yeah. They've come back from from yeah. being behind Spurs. You know, the South Coast derbies might be about sixty miles apart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Burnley versus Bournemouth, Rob. Burnley, Bournemouth. Yeah. Hmm. Burnley really are struggling. Bournemouth aren't the greatest travellers, are they? Mm. Although they did get an excellent result at West Ham. And they've oh, just come back for 4-2 against yeah, Leicester. Yeah. I want to go... It's a tough one. Bournemouth are scoring goals. Uh, I was going to say 1-0. Oh, do you know what? I'm going to go for the away win. Yeah. More, more misery for Burnley. 2-1 Bournemouth. They score uh, goals. Yeah, I think the same. I think there are goals in it. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go 2-0. To Bournemouth. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Oh, I don't know. Burnley... They're still around. a tough team in Sean Dyche. And I think this might be when they turn around. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go for a 2 1 win. Yeah, 2 1 Burnley. Yeah, Burnley. So have they just noticed that Bardsley is still playing? Yeah, yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's like Man United blast in the past there. Like, I thought he was about yeah. 45 years old. Playing <laughs> yeah. uh, Wes Brown in India for Karachi Blasters. Carried <laughs> <laughs> uh, against Man City, Colin. Oh, well. Can anybody even give a remote shout here to Cardiff? No. 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 No, because they won't even ever go. So I mean, Because City have just been dicked on in Europe, you just know that someone's going to get a spanking, and I think it's going to be Cardiff. I'm going to go... Do I go... 3-0 City, and that's being pessimistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think... I, I do think that Cardiff might score. I think they get one, but I think I'm going to go 4-1. Yeah, okay, I'll go 4 0 then. Okay. So, Crystal Palace against Newcastle. Um, <clears throat> Palace at home. Zaha on fire. 2 0 Palace. Zaha with 2. <laughs> yeah. Um, Newcastle have got to go there and get something, haven't they? I think Rafa will have a plan. Normally, when Rafa teams have a bad run, he sort of tightens it up a bit. So, I can see it being 0 0. Mm. And go for 0 0 there. This is a good game on paper. I'm actually looking forward to it this weekend. Uh, I agree with you, but I don't think that Rafa's got the personnel to tighten up and up yeah. at the back. I think it's going to be a 2-0 Palace. Okay. Do you know with your new hairstyle, you're not a million miles away from Rafa. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> True story. I got stopped at an England game by drunk Liverpool fans thinking I was Rafa really? and Rafa. I had my picture taken with them. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> so next is Fulham against Watford. Hmm. Well, now what for the firm tasted defeat? I think they might get another one. I think Fulham's a hard place to go. Yeah. Uh, I think Fulham got goals in them. Um, I'm going to say 2 1 Fulham. I'm going to go for a Fulham win, uh, but I'm only going to go 1 0. And the only reason I'm doing that is because it's a midday kickoff. And I've not seen, I don't think, an exciting high scoring midday kickoff. Ever. Yeah. I know what you mean there. They do start off very slow, those games. Yeah, they? and. Craven Cottage can be so weird and we're really struggling to sell out the Watford game. Yeah. I, th- I don't think the atmosphere is going to be quite there. Do you know on that basis you know, it might be a good idea if a manager has a um, noon kickoff, he makes his players go to bed at 8 o'clock the previous day and gets them up at 5 o'clock <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Makes them all change their clock. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but um, So what are you saying? 1-0 to, to Fulham. I think Fulham are going to win as well and I think they're going to do it uh, 3-2. Actually. Do you reckon Pereira's going to get a couple? I think Pereira's probably going to get one. Anyway. I'm going to put a synopsis on my, uh, a little asterisk on mine. 1-0, providing that Dennis Adoy doesn't start the game. Oh, right, okay. The, the caveat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if Adoy starts, expect that to change massively. Yeah, yeah. So watch our Twitter account, because I'll probably end up posting that. Okay, doke. So uh, it's over to you again, Colin, for Leicester against Huddersfield. Oh, Huddersfield are 
god awful. But yeah. Leicester aren't that much better. Um, but I do think that they've got enough to see away Huddersfield. I'm going to go 2-1. Two, two, I'm going to go 3-0 Leicester. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go 2-0 Leicester. Okay. So Rob, uh, Liverpool versus Southampton. A pause because Liverpool played in Europe. Yeah. The funny things seem to happen, don't they? But it was a home in Europe as well. Yeah. So and they haven't yeah. travelled. Yeah. yeah. But they put a lot of effort in midway. I think they will ring a few changes. I think you might see uh, maybe possibly Mane or Salah uh, rested. Mm. Do you know what? I'm going to go for a one-one. Really? Yeah. Okay. On that basis, that they just put a lot yeah. in midweek. Yeah, but the Southampton All Stars against the actual Southampton. Yeah. It's a tough one. Uh, I'm gonna go three-one Liverpool. Mm. I'm gonna go for Liverpool, but I'm just gonna. I think one nil. Salah one nil. Think it's gonna be a European hangover. A little bit, but uh, but not too much. They're not gonna get the win. I think. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Colin Manchester United against Wolves. I'm not saying it's just to piss you off, but Wolves are on a high yeah. and they really do look good. And I think at Old Trafford, certain things are expected of a Manchester United team. And mm. I think that's going to open up for Watford. And they Wolves. might come, sorry for Wolves, yeah. yep. And I think they might come away with a 1 0 win. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's fair enough. I mean, you're just losing points. So you, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I think Wolves, Wolves are a good, sturdy, solid team. They've got some flair as well, they've got a lot of good players. They have basically the skeleton of a championship side that's been promoted. And United, they have got momentum. I'd say I'm going to go 2 0 United. Yeah, I think Wolves are going to have a go. And we'll have periods where they mm. look really good. But they might even go 1 0 up. So I'm going to say 2 1 Manchester United. Okay. And then on Sunday, uh, let's start in numerical time order West Ham against Chelsea. Right. Now, this is a real humdinger of a, of a yeah. match because West Ham have broken their duck this season. So now they're going to be feeling a bit more confidence. Chelsea, we've always said, slightly flattered to deceive. Showed a bit of vulnerability against Cardiff last weekend. Okay, they pulled it around. I don't think they're going to find it going so easy. I'm going to go 2-1 West Ham. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, I think there'll definitely be goals in this game. So I'm not convinced with Chelsea at the back. West Ham starting to look decent going forward. Yeah. But again, the other end, not convincing. Uh, very worried about Hazard. I'm going to go for 2-2, two, two, okay. which would be great. It'd be great yeah. if West Ham can get that. I agree with you. I think it's going to be goals, but I think West Ham are going to go confident and they're going to get caught cold. Mm. And I can see us being 3-0 Chelsea. Wow. 3-0. Okay. Yeah, could happen. We've seen yeah. that at the London Stadium. Yeah. We? One yeah. early goal yeah. and the crowd go against yeah, you. Yeah. I can see that potentially yeah, happening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Arsenal in, against Everton. Yeah, I think Everton was so poor the other day. I don't know if you're going to um, have some players back that have been injured. I'm going to say Arsenal to win 2-1. Don't think they'll keep a clean sheet. Rewind has come a few years. I've been really excited. But now I just feel meh yeah. about it as a fixture. 1-0 Arsenal. Mm. And I couldn't care less. I know what you mean. It was like... <laughs> I think I remember in the, in the late 80s when Arsenal were kind of like a sleeping giant. They were just starting to come back. Everton were on the other yeah. way. Because they, they had been champions. Yeah. They'd won a European trophy. They almost won the treble in 1985. Mm. Was it? Uh, it used to be a really good fixture. Um, Even Burkham, Duncan Ferguson. just Yeah, <sighs> yeah. I, I think we might see a surprise here, actually. I'm going to go 2-1 Everton. Interesting. Just because I can't see where those two I, goals not, come from. To be honest with you, I mean, as poor as Everton were the other day, 
you can see Arsenal losing games like that. Yeah. You just think they look horrendous at the back. Yeah. They really do. So, mm. I mean, they could lose to anyone. They could I mean, beat anyone. Richarlison's back, isn't he? Was it, it was three games, wasn't it? So, it was this the, the last games? one he misses? Not sure. I'm not I think sure. it was three for dangerous. Oh, well, I was basing that on Richarlison playing, actually, but I'm, I'm going to stick with it anyway. So, okay. Yeah. So, that's our predictions. Yes. So that's the end of Follow the Trawler for this week. You can catch us on Twitter at Follow Trawler uh, and on Instagram and Facebook. And we'll be back again next week with another episode. And also keep an eye out for Follow the Trawler Extra, which will be coming soon. Yep. Okay. Cheers.